0: Episode 74, could be 75, with a toilet flushing in the background. This is Moon <laughs> P. Jug and Hobbs. I don't know if you could hear that, but my wife just finished up.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> we, have, we don't have sound effects. We have no. real life sounds.
0: Exactly. Now, uh, every week on the show, we try to cover things that people want to hear about we've yet to hit it right on the nose so today we'll take another shot at it uh and joining us a new voice on the show the latest and greatest version of my partner p jug how are you i am great i'm perfect yep p jug is my sister and we've been sisters since i was born (laughs) we are
2: not sisters
0: I guess I'm brothers.
2: <laughs> you are my brother, right? I am your sister, but you, we're not sisters.
1: You didn't want well, to gender the relationship. We're all <laughs> sisters in this.
0: Also today, not just PJUG, we have the uh, voice that you're familiar with hearing since the very first episode. Let's welcome Hobbs. Hey, Hobbs.
1: Uh, thank you. Thank you for that warm welcome. Inaccurate, but thank you. You started this with someone else in mind, remember? Yeah.
0: Were we sisters?
1: Uh, Yeah, we're sisters. We're very sisterly. We always it. <laughs> I braid his hair.
0: Oh, no. Perfect. <laughs> I'm starting to get some bald spots. Not a lot.
1: Yeah, I pulled is... the knots too tight. Sorry about that.
0: know oh, that hurts. Uh, we have lots to talk about today. Oh, my God. So yesterday, I got to leave the house to go get two injections of a drug called Ibusheld. Shelled. <clears throat> And it sounds like a superhero, but it's actually something that protects people from COVID. And they get these intramuscular four inch needles that they plunge into your thighs. And then you go from having very little COVID protection to being almost 80% covered in five seconds. Evo shell. Evo shell. Uh, but then after that, we went and picked up P jug over at the airport. Then we drove back to my neurologist's office hung out with him. Then we went for a drive and looked at the fall colors. And because of the lack of moisture all summer long, the colors in Minnesota are popping. They're popping early and they're popping brighter than usual and they look great. And we got about an hour and a half to two hours of leaf looking. Uh, It's not as good as in Colorado uh, where I love to go for that. Uh, And I've always wanted to travel to Maine because I hear the Northeast is just drop dead gorgeous. Maine, that area. I would travel for a good leaf. Sure. Wouldn't you?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Colorado loves their leaves.
0: They smoke a lot of them. Yeah. And then uh, P. Jug, you eventually may move to Colorado. Right now, she's living in Sydney, Nebraska, where we were both born and raised. And she's just living the dream.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So
0: tell Hobbs a little bit about our hometown.
2: Oh, gosh. I don't know where to begin. Uh, You have uh, Walmart and a super, uh, like a supermarket. You have Arby's. You have Runza, Dairy Queen, McDonald's, that kind of stuff. A little fast food, two restaurants. Um, I guess there is a breakfast place. Uh, it's about 6,000 people approximately. Mm -hmm. Okay. So,
0: so that's where she's living now. Now tell us where you used to live and tell us a little bit about that town.
2: Yeah. I lived in New York city for five, five years, I think. Yeah.
0: So tell us why you love New York and why you lived there for five years.
2: New York just brings energy to you that it just brings happiness because you see all the different kinds of people. I love that. I love the activity. I love the noise. You know, I just, I just love that feeling of a big, big city.
0: And you used to go to hockey games,
2: went to hockey games, baseball games, soccer games, Broadway,
0: comedy clubs. In case you didn't know this, uh, Hobbs does stand up comedy under the name Tiffany Norton. It's a stage name.
2: Oh, have you ever done something on like a Netflix or like a YouTube, a young YouTube?
1: I do some stand-up, not a lot of standup on YouTube, but I have a, um, and I've got to come up with some new episodes, but it's a basically a baking show, but it's more of a, it's called the bitter baker. And basically I just complain about stuff and make stuff.
0: She makes awesome candies and cakes and, uh, I've consumed a lot of her stuff. Now, one of the things about The Bitter Baker that was so much fun to watch, and you should Google that, guys, because it's it's worth your time. Uh, you used to drink a lot during episodes, well, prior, during, and post-episodes of The Bitter Baker. And now you haven't had a drink in how long? Are you still going?
1: Oh, yeah, I am still going. Ugh. What is it now? Four months?
0: Do you know that I just had two milestones in my life okay this week i retired from radio three years ago and governor walls made it moon day in minnesota so we just are have been in the process of celebrating moon day for about a week i knew there was
1: something going on today i'm like it's not my birthday what is it it's moon day
0: it is moon day and then not only is it moon day on this date In 1987, I went to a treatment center for alcoholism and drug abuse. 87 was my last drink.
1: That's a long time.
0: I would call home. I'd say, dad. And he said, yes. And I said, do you have a key for handcuffs? (laughs) And and he's like, no, I don't have a key for handcuffs. Right. I'm like, okay, then you might want to help me with some bail money. Here we go down that trail again. But that was in 87. Now, fast forward to here. I'm just completely pacified and over exuberant about looking at leaves. When you lived in New York City, the place you lived and the amount of money you paid, because this to me was mind boggling.
2: Uh, We lived uh, about a block. uh, It would be south of uh, Wall Street in a one bedroom apartment. It was probably 500 square feet. I had a rollout bed. My son had the bedroom. I had a rollout bed and really tiny kitchen. It was $4,000 a month. Ugh. Definitely a wonderful location, though.
0: Hobbs lives in downtown St. Paul. Yep. Yeah. And I've been to her house. It's really cool. How many floors are you up? Like 13?
1: 24.
0: 24 floors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's got a good view up there. You can see all kinds of stuff. I'm down here in the flatlands of Lakeville. I've lived here since I moved to Minnesota. I always thought if I stay south in the Metro, it will be warmer because I knew how cold it got here. And I thought if I'm closer to Texas, maybe it's warmer. Well, jokes on me. (laughs) It seems that when I uh, got to know our chief meteorologic expert, Dave Dahl from five eyewitness news. And I asked him, What part of the Twin Cities gets the most snow in winter? And he said, Lakeville. Yep. And we get it like we get four to seven degree colder days. I mean, when it's 25 below in Minneapolis, St. Paul, I'm talking 32 down here and it's awful.
1: Yeah, but it's not International Falls.
0: I remember when I took my motorcycle on a long drive up in the northern part of Minnesota, I went to a town there called Embarrass. Yeah. Okay. And there's like 15 people that live in embarrass Minnesota. The only thing they have there, there's really no stores or nothing much going on, but they've got a giant thermometer <laughs> and it's supposed to be the coldest place in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And they've got a big thermometer as their, uh, you know, their thing. Well, and it's not nearly as cool as the, the ginormous ball of twine. And we've talked about this on the podcast before. Is that in Baxter? or where that at? Darwin? One of the two.
1: Darwin, Minnesota.
0: Yeah, they've got this big ball of twine.
1: Yeah, and it's right next to a town called Plato. So you got Plato, you got Darwin, you got all the
0: intellectuals. <laughs> out there.
1: And to honor them, twine.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. I want to talk about my main boy, Tom Brady. Mm. It seems... And I mean, there's so many websites you can't believe, but some of the ones that have at least a pinch of credibility are talking about Tom and his supermodel wife, Giselle Bündchen, getting a divorce. Uh, They have two children together. He was supposed to retire. We all know what happened with that. He did not she wants him to retire and he's not doing it and that might be the end and she is worth far more than he is but you know they have a prenup in place this is what i'm thinking i'm thinking that now in the day that we live in that every marriage situation should come with a prenup right and the only reason i believe that is um, not because necessarily the rates are so high because they are, but I just think that things that you bring to the union, right. Should be kept by you unless you choose to share them.
1: Right. Well, same with debt too, though. Let's get that part. Exactly. Straight. Right. You know what I mean, like if you come with a, if, yep. if you come with no money, but no debt, fine. But if yep. you come with debt. And no money, that is a problem. We're not going to be commingling the old finances.
0: That's the thing. You know, with debt, a lot of times people come with that. They didn't uh-huh. mean to go into debt. No. They didn't need, mean to have a, you know, financial hardship. No. I mean, people get sick, the economy changes. I'll never forget when P. Jug was the, the original P. Jug was working at a spa, and I think it was like 08. And Jesus. The, they have nobody coming in. I mean, what's the first thing that goes during a recession is massages and Brazilians and all the other stuff she used to have to do. And then for you, since the interest rates, almost 7%, what's going on with your phones?
1: Interest rates have gone up like, wow. Right. They've shot up this year for sure. Uh, prices are starting to come down. People are starting to get a little bit more realistic, but my fear is, is this the, is this actually a really good time to buy because they're going to go up so much higher and we're going to be sitting there going, God, I wish I would have bought in at six. Because when I bought my first house, interest rates had been above nine for a really long time. And then they dipped to like 8.375 and I jumped on it. You know, it depends. I mean, if it's the right time for you to buy, you might actually get a little bit better of a deal. And, you know, really, if rates come back down you can refinance as long as you haven't made a lot of crazy decisions and you still have equity in the home. But uh, yeah, you're not, you're still seeing though a lot of houses if they're under $350,000, they're still going with multiple offers, but it's not 40 offers or 50 offers. It's maybe four, but there's still multiples.
0: Well, and PJUG used to kind of do what you do too. Same kind of stuff. You did that in Omaha, right?
2: Yeah, I did do mortgages. And at one time, when I was selling real estate, interest rates were like 14, 15. Oh,
1: sure. 80s? Was it the 80s?
2: It was the 80s.
1: There's an area of Woodbury, which is really close to 3M. And 3M mm-hmm. is the, the international headquarters is in East St. Paul here. And they, in the 80s, hit a financial, uh, you know, wall or whatever. And they yeah. moved some of their operations to Mexico. Well, and for the process of doing that, they laid off or re- reallocated or relocated almost two whole neighborhoods all at once. And so, oh, wow. point, yeah. So at one point in Woodbury, it was like all vacant in like North Oaks and all. It was like, it was only like a 20% occupancy rate in a couple of the Oh, geez. Yeah. Wow. That's bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you could have bought it for a song back then, even though the rate was 15 or 16%. It would have been like a $20,000 house.
2: Well, yeah. And you know, like you said, in three to five years, you refinance it if rates are better. Six is not a bad number. No. So couldn't half, it really isn't.
0: Getting back to Tom and Giselle, they have multiple houses to sell. Mm-hmm. And there is some rumor she could theoretically have to pay him uh, spousal maintenance. Isn't that funny? <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Tom Brady gets spousal maintenance. Come on.
1: You know why he needs it though? Because she's got all those good skin creams that are like two or 300 bucks a (laughs) pop. He's gotten used to them now. And now they won't be in the bathroom anymore. She's not going to let you use her (laughs) eyelid cream anymore. Or her firming, toning night lotion. So you're on your own, pal. Buy your own. (laughs) I have a question for your sister since since, uh, she's joining us. Speaking of Moon, Moon has often extolled the virtues of his attractiveness as a young man. <laughs> he's, he's been uh, not shy about okay. That, okay. And so, okay, like obviously it's hard for you to gauge this, but I know you guys are from a small town. What, what do you think number-wise he was in town, like ranked-wise, looks-wise? <laughs> would he, would he, would, did he crack the top 10? I mean, it's your brother, so it's hard to say.
2: Well, it is hard to say. When he was younger, he was probably an eight. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: upper upper ten. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I everything else that.
2: he was doing kind of dragged that number down. Was it just, just the trouble? Just
1: the, the trouble or was it just trouble? Did you get in trouble at school because he was such a pain in the ass?
2: No. There's four years difference. Okay.
0: I remember when I would get what they called at that time down slips. And that's if you didn't finish your schoolwork or got a non-passing grade, and the school and the teacher would mail those to the parents. Ooh, and we only lived one block from the school. What <laughs> I would do is I would look out the window, I'd see if the mailman was coming by. He just comes then,
2: across the street.
0: <laughs> and then I I go from <laughs> I go through the lunchroom. Uh, right out the door uh, and bang. The next thing you know, I plucked these down slips out of the mail. You did that? Absolutely. (laughs) And then what happened was there'd be parent teachers conferences later on. My mom and my dad would go with me and they'd say, well, you know, I thought after all those down slips, we mailed that there'd be a change. And they're like, what, what's a down slip? Oh, that's when your, your child is not passing. Uh, turning in their assignments and what have you. And I've been mailing those for a year and I haven't, (laughs) they're like, we never got those in the mail. And and they looked over at me and I'm sure I looked guilty as hell.
1: And then the postman's like, I literally walked it over to you. Like I literally (laughs) just took it from your desk to his house. How did it get lost?
0: Yeah. I was creative. Breaking news. Did you see what Joe Biden just did? No he got caught on an open mic talking to someone. Uh-oh. And, and, you know, ABC News and David Muir, who we talk about a lot on this show, you know, they're teasing it. Wait till you hear what Joe Biden said when a hot mic was on. Right. And then about 45 minutes later, they finally get to it. Yeah. And it's him talking to the mayor of one of the cities hit in the hurricane. And he said, that's right. Nobody with a Biden <laughs> <laughs> it, it's all over Fox News right Nobody
2: now
1: with a Biden
0: and then uh and then to today this was kind of crazy he oh. has now thrown out all possession of marijuana charges uh, federally the Democrats want marijuana to be legalized the Republicans do not uh there has been you know, so many man hours spent on catching people with weed when other crimes like murders and, you know, armed robberies and, you know, the cops were having to screw with these minor things. And so they're thinking, hey, wait a minute, let's take a look at how Colorado's handled it, how California's handled it, whatever. So now the Democrats are going to try to get everything passed through. Uh, before you know, we have another change in administrations, and God only knows uh, you know who's going to be running the show after this one.
1: Can you imagine Hopefully. they let all those people out, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, we changed your mind. You all, you guys, have to come back here."
0: And
1: like, yeah. <laughs> no, dude, <laughs> no, dude, we're not going back, man.
0: Okay, let's just do what are you watching? Cause we always okay. do that at some point in the podcast. Seems like a natural time to leap into all that. Yep. So uh, you go first Hobbs, because you and PJug have been watching the same thing. I, I believe.
2: Oh yeah. House of the oh, dragon. Yeah. yeah. It's really good.
1: They're jumping a lot. I know they're trying yes. to cover a lot of ground. Yes. So they're clicking through the years really, really uh, at a quick pace. Uh, I usually at the beginning of the episodes, now I'm spending like five minutes going, oh wait, this is a different actor playing that same character. Yes,
2: yes. They're not Uh, even closer looking like. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a little bit like when you would watch soap operas and then like someone like all of a sudden the guy who had been the doctor for five years, the next day they're like, oh, Dr. Andrews. And and it's like, it's a guy who is Puerto Rican. It's a guy who doesn't even
0: anywhere
2: near the other guy. And they're like, Uh, it was unbelievable. I thought Who is that person? I didn't know the girl anymore. Right. Because she looks totally different. Right. Well, if you stop stop and think
0: about it, it's just like the pee jug on this show. It is. It's exactly, you see, they do it in all forms of media. So why not on this podcast?
1: Right. We're all replaceable except for Moon. Moon is the one name that never seems to change on this podcast. I'm just letting you know the the backstage, sister.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what else are you watching then? Uh, House of the Dragon, is that what it House is? House of the and then,
2: Dragon and The Patient, which is yep. on Hulu, is so good.
0: It makes you a little bit more aware of how it all started and why it got to the place it got to.
1: Here's the thing. We all want to call serial killers and people who do these things inhuman. Or you know, we want to attribute it to something that is not a human quality, but it clearly is.
0: It's uh, not something for the faint of heart, I guess. Is nope. that the way I want to say it? Yeah. Because, I mean, w- when you have a conversation with an investigator and you're a father and they have to tell you that your son is eating his victims, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, we haven't found anything really happy now that we finished the White Lotus, which was amazing. Uh, I know that season, what is it, three of Hacks is coming out soon. Oh, good. Uh, we have Yellowstone coming out soon.
1: That's what I'm waiting on. That's I have been rewatching Yellowstone only because the boyfriend hasn't seen it, and he thinks he's Rip now. He's convinced of it. He loves Rip,
2: <laughs> you know,
1: because he's a construction worker in the day. And he, you know what I mean? He's a simple guy, and yeah, Rip knows how to handle things. So.
0: <laughs> For anyone that hasn't seen Yellowstone, you must.
1: I have a friend who's Native American, and I was saying that I was watching this show and they got a little bit, you know, cringed by it. And I was like, well, you know, I would have to have you watch it from your perspective and see if they did a good job. I said, I think they're trying to do a decent job of portraying the native Americans in this current and modern culture as powerful. And they, you know, they feature the the them owning the casinos and the reservations and making business decisions and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but I, I think it's good. I think it, I think it brings up a lot of very interesting conversations about consumerism too and conservation and how those two can't exist together. You can't conserve and consume at the same time. Did
0: you watch 1883, the prequel to Yellowstone?
1: I did not because that was, we talked about it, but then I went ahead to get another goddamn channel. I was like, mm-hmm. it was on the one I didn't have. I'm like, no, you're not getting another three bucks that I'm going to forget about. And then I'm going to have to log in somewhere. And
0: Paramount plus is like four bucks a month. Yeah. And I, I just surrendered. I just <laughs> bought them all. Uh, I will say this about 1883, mm-hmm. Tim McGraw when you look at him after they put makeup on him, he looks like Ben Roethlisberger. Really? He doesn't look like Tim McGraw at all. No. And Faith Hill, um, she was okay in it, but the story was told a very different way. And they were doing it more with visuals yeah. than with verbiage well, or script.
1: That's what I heard, that it's more pictorial. than It's a little light on dialogue in that. Part of the reason why I didn't want to watch it was because Tim McGraw and Faith Hill were in it. Cause now I kind of felt like, okay, now you guys are using it as a quote unquote vehicle for something. And I don't, I don't like that. They're not actors.
2: They're they're not actors.
0: P. Jug, did you say something about Tim McGraw today? I think you did.
2: Him and uh, Faith Hill had their like anniversary. I don't know. I don't remember what year it was like, like 26 or something.
0: That would be so hard. Say you're on tour and your wife's on tour. You'd never see each other. Maybe that's how they made it work.
1: Yeah. That's how it's perfect.
0: I think the people that stay in the same house too long probably end up divorced. Two questions with Putin.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you ever picked up a hitchhiker?
0: Can you imagine you're a hitchhiker? and you, you got your finger out and somebody pulls over and you get to the car and there he is which would be almost like getting in with Dahmer isn't it
1: in my mind it's the 70s and putin is in like a vw bug and there's just a guy with a surfboard walking down and putin's like hey man
0: did you ever hitchhike i have hitchhiked a couple of times it was it was dumb
1: i only did once with a a, a trucker my car broke down I was on 169 in the middle. of uh, It was like 30 below or something like that. And my camshaft broke. I found out okay. later, yeah, and you kind of need that, apparently. And yeah. um, we didn't have any heat. And it was a girlfriend of mine. And I was in college. And we were driving from Mankato back up to the cities. And we broke down probably two or three miles south of that, that truck stop in Jordan, you know, Minnesota, right? Yep. Yeah. And you could see it and it looked relatively close. And so it's like, all right, we started walking and holy balls was that cold. And we did not get very far. And then this truck pulled over and I'm like, this is exactly how every horror movie I've ever seen starts. But now I understand why people are willing to take the chance. Cause like, I don't want to, I could get killed just walking in this weather right now, but he was sweet. He had daughters. Our age and gave us a ride to the truck stop and and waited for us uh, while well, we called a, a tow truck and we got to sit in the cab and it was fun. I also got to pretend that I was a semi driver for a couple miles. So
0: ooh, that's nice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, second question with Putin:
2: uh, If your car breaks down,
0: would you call AAA? Because think about that you're the triple a (laughs) guy you show up hitchhiker guy (laughs) (laughs) yes so so the truck pulls up there's Hobbs in it with (laughs) there's Hobbs on her way to (laughs) okay that's weird okay Hobbs, you got questions all right uh have you ever urinated in public i'm guessing he has you think so probably did it on his mother's grave
1: Dang, that was dark. Uh, When was the last time you smoked and what was the last thing you smoked? That's kind of a two question. It's a two-parter.
0: Two-parter, like a follow-up.
1: Yeah, because he doesn't seem like a vape guy. He doesn't seem like a weed guy, but like a cigar guy.
0: Which do you prefer, an enema or a glycerin suppository? Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I don't even know which one I prefer. (laughs)
0: I'm totally into the animus.
1: What do you prefer? I have no preference in the matter. I've I don't, I don't have the breadth of knowledge required <laughs> to answer that.
0: Second question Who do you think would win in an arm wrestling contest? Vladimir Zelensky or Joe Biden? Oh never f
1: up with a Biden.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can never yeah. The
1: Biden man—that's what he'd be screaming going into the match, and then his then his arm would just snap from his osteoporosis, just kicking on that one moment.
0: I was an election judge for a while.
1: Bikini contests don't count.
0: Yeah, no. This was uh, literally a voting judge uh, at a school. Was at an elementary school. There was a Republican judge and a Democratic judge. And what we did was we would sit there and wait for people to come in and vote in a small town. It was Sydney, Nebraska. We would watch people pull into the school parking lot. Mm -hmm. We would look at their car and then guess whether they were Republican or Democrat by what they drove.
1: Oh, that's a fun game.
0: It is fun. And we were actually gambling (laughs) on this. (laughs) We're betting, you know, like a buck a car. Right. And we had several hundred cars over the course of the election.
1: How'd you do? But, like, did you, did you win? Did you win a landslide? How much percentage did you get?
0: Well, let me tell you what I found to be mostly true. Republicans, Chevys, Fords, okay. American made. Okay. Democrats, Hondas, Toyotas, okay. Subarus, Nissans. All right. You know so What are that, the
1: independents drive? What's that, what's that pesky third party?
0: probably a Tesla
1: actually that's yeah probably a Tesla if they could afford
0: it Elon Musk says okay let's go back to the original agreement I'll I'll pay you 44 billion for Twitter what must it be like to be able to write someone a check for 44 billion dollars I
1: don't think he's got it in his checking I don't think he's writing <laughs> a check <laughs> if he does let me talk to his financial planner like
0: mm-hmm. do you have a Twitter you still have a Twitter I do P. Jug, you? I do have a Twitter.
1: Mm-hmm. What's your what's your Twitter handle, Moon? At
0: MoonKS95.
1: Mine. mine is uh, at TiffanyTheComic, and Tiffany is spelled just like the jewelry store.
0: P. Jug, what's yours?
2: <laughs> P. Jug, can't remember. My phone is across the, the way, and I can't remember. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're not
1: doing that. No,
2: no, you're not My doing My feet that. aren't working. No, no your feet no. aren't.
1: Your, your feet are not up <laughs> there. I'm not
2: even going over there. It's like less than three feet.
1: That would be awesome if your Twitter was like happy feet just by coincidence. That would be awesome.
0: I think we should make it that. Yeah, I can't believe they're doing Sunday morning football now. I like it. Do you like it? Do you get up early?
1: Well, yeah, now that I'm sober, now that I don't have a hangover every Sunday morning, I'm like, yes, football, yes.
0: We have a friend that's going fishing at 2 a.m. Okay. Okay. To me, there's no fish. There's no lobster. There's no filet of Pompano. There's zero that's worth getting up at 2 a.m. unless it's Foo Fighters tickets going on sale at Ticketmaster. Okay. P Jug is more of a country girl. She's actually um, seeing Chris Stapleton.
1: Oh, uh, see, that's yeah. going to be a great show. It will. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. He's the best thing that's happened to country music in a long time. Honest to God. He really is. He's really hot right now.
0: Hopefully your feet will be working by then. (laughs) <laughs>
1: That's the best way to go to a concert because you want to
2: stand and party. Like, oh,
1: well, my feet don't hurt at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got all these blisters. Why'd well, you get all these blisters? Well, I couldn't feel my feet. You know, <laughs> well,
1: you weren't yeah. here last weekend when your brother admitted that he likes to occasionally wear women's pajamas. So I don't <laughs> really wanted to go back to that topic at all since we're talking about <laughs> women's wear.
0: Karen Newburgers, they're awesome. You ever had any? You got to get some. I do endorsements for a lot of different things. Yeah, you do. Karen Newberg's and guess what I'm having today during the show? Liptons iced tea.
1: We got to get the Liptons people on. You talk about Liptons like every day. That's so good. Have you had them? Yes, I've had yes, I've had Lipton's tea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: like have you had water? Have you? Have you dried it? It's
0: wonderful.
1: Everybody loves it.
0: Okay. How many glasses of fluid do you drink in a day? Because I know what you're supposed to have is eight eight ounce glasses equaling 64 fluid ounces
1: yeah of water yeah i don't do that yeah i need to do i i probably i probably suck down like two three big glasses but they're probably like 12 and then like (laughs) two french presses full of coffee but that's because i'm not drinking anymore
0: we're right now we're drinking the caribou we're on the caribou kick okay that company was founded here correct yeah
1: yeah, I I knew the when they first started. I did the loan for. I'm not a doctor, so I think I can tell a little bit of somebody's story. But uh, he was the vice president when there was just like a president and a vice president and like a secretary of Caribou, and I worked with him on a on a mortgage uh, thing. But super nice dude. Yeah, Caribou is like way before we had Starbucks and I prefer Starbucks, but I would never tell
0: someone from care about that. I always get a skinny caramel high rise. <sighs> the
1: caramel Ooh. high rises are good.
0: Went to Tom Segura. Amazing. Yeah. Talked about how Oxycontin came into his life. He had some health issues and he said, let me describe Oxycontin to you. When you take it, You're probably going to not for eight days. Okay. You're not going to care. I mean, some of the stuff he did was really funny. Yeah. His his opening guy, I felt hot and cold about him because the stuff he did that was funny was really funny.
1: Yeah. And
0: everything in between was not good.
1: You don't remember who it was
0: no i don't
1: dang it we're both forgetting names of people because i always love to know who's opening because i'm more likely to know the opening act personally than i am usually the headliner
0: my family enjoys going to mystic lake for these concerts Yep. and the reason that they do is because it's close sure there's good food on property and i understand the place was packed two shows friday two shows saturday 2100 uh audience capacity uh, so we sold what over eight thousand tickets nice and after the ticket master fees which we should discuss 150 bucks okay right for a comic that's all that's pretty high and i did hear that bert kreischer
1: mm-hmm. is
0: coming to the mayo civic center i know the guy that books him
1: uh, you always do that you're like oh yeah no i totally know the people that book the tonight show i just yeah. never mentioned you <laughs> thanks
2: man <laughs> Thanks.
1: Appreciate it. Was he always this selfish, p
2: Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The only thing I really remember about him very, very vividly mm-hmm. is that my friend would come over for dinner, and we'd all sit around the dinner table, and we would say, would he just shut up? Just be quiet, because he'd never stop talking.
0: That's what mom said after she was on life support. He was on event for seven days. She wakes up. First thing she says is, Do you ever stop talking? (laughs) I'm like, Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Love you. Well, with us talking too much already today, let's say goodbye to this episode. Next week, we may have a guest. You know what his name is? No. Tom Hauser. He's the political expert for KSTP television.
1: Yes, I know Tom. Not well, but I've met him.
0: Oh, man, he's a good dude. Yeah. The only reason we didn't have him this week, because he's like running a marathon in like London or something. He's been on KSTP for more than 30 years now.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. Well, and he he's always so nice when we worked in the same building. Really a courteous guy. Super nice.
0: Can't wait to find out what makes him tick. That may or may not happen on the next Moon, P-Jug, and Hobbs.